Hello everyone, you're welcome to the Belmise podcast, a podcast for all young ladies out there who desire to do and be more. My name is Akosia Adoma and as you can sense from my voice, I'm super excited and hyped to have you here. As you listen, take notes and keep in mind that you're worthy of amazing things. everybody so you're welcome to Belmont's podcast i'm so happy to have madam christy here madam christy an amazing person by all standard i think i got to meet her last christmas and she runs a charity organization and i got to volunteer for a charity organization and it was just an amazing time for me because i just needed that time to be able to go out there and then do good so once again my name is Akusia Doma. i've already introduced her name so don't worry she'll still introduce herself so christy did i just say christy tell us your first name so yes madam please tell us your first name <laughs> i am christiana duarte um i'm in the army i'm a Ghanaian by birth a naturalized citizen of the uh, united states of america i am in the u.s army and um I'm privileged to travel to Ghana twice every year for a charity project, and that was how we met. Awesome. So, yes, before we start, she'll actually do the introduction again. So, just so that we just relax and then the eyes is broken, and then we start having some fun before we start talking about the serious stuff. I'll quickly ask you, Christy, so what's your favorite color, and how would you describe it to a blind person? crazy i do not have a favorite color you don't have a favorite color i don't i okay. used to want to force myself to have a favorite color because i thought it is something everyone does but you don't have I'm a, a fun of white but you, really it's not really favorite your favorite color, right? that's fine if it's not screaming i will wear it all right sure that makes sense i think um like that as well but i would wear towards black more because i just don't like very loud colors coincidentally i think i'm wearing a loud color today but that's fine i'm not very big fan of loud colors yes thank you so uh we're just going to take white as your favorite color because you said like you go towards white more so how would you describe the color white to a blind person something that is not dark something that is not dark okay sure that's fine um so let's say black something that is dark would be what the blind person sees so opposite of what you see is the color white yeah yeah so we're going straight to the serious martyrs she's introduced herself she's in a u.s army you were born and raised in ghana right correct yes. all right that's great and at what age did you go to the u.s 20 19 18 2019 2018 so i'm thinking no at what year i think 20 i don't know so what? I've been in the U.S. for nine years. Nine years. Yeah, so All right, nine sure. Nine years back will be like... 2013. Yeah, I think, so. yeah, I think 2013. Yes, 2013. That's great. So that means you school here in Ghana? Yes, I went to high school at um, Wesley Grammar Dansuman. Oh, Wesley Grammar. That's great. Wesley Grammarians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And um, when you got to the U.S., what um, triggered you or what was your motivation for joining the U.S. Army? Well, at school, I always wanted to join the cadet. But as you can see, I'm smallish. And mm. you know how we are the notive that is only people that are tall mm-hmm. and uh, thick that and can join on, something yeah. like that. And I've always loved a uh, woman in uniform. Mm. So I was like, oh, if 
the opportunity is there for me why not and mm. although i was still underweight i had to gain some pounds to wow. be able to join but i worked through it and it worked and it worked yeah. all right great so um do you have what's your role in the u.s i mean now are you in a rank or so um i'm a sergeant now okay. um i'm a patient admin by um job specification all right and the u.s army is a little with every section you have your position and right. uh rank as a sergeant um in my unit wise i am the record manager which is linked to my job and i am a squad leader all right yeah. okay that's it's just a lot of responsibility it's not anything it's all funny <laughs> <laughs> that's fine so that means you start off like as a i think Ghana is a corporal private private okay yes. so that it's private so then you move to private then you move to um uh e2 private so the okay. front, the basic level and the next basic is book called private mm. then the third one is private first class then you become a specialist mm. then from specialist you become a sergeant that means you've actually really so moved up uh, with uh, specialist you become a corporal then oh. a sergeant so wow. I was a corporal for about three months. Then I became a sergeant. Wow. Yeah. I stayed specialist for mm. about two years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That means you've actually moved up the rank. Congratulations. You've done really well. Thank you. That's, that's something to be really proud of. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations to you, sergeant. All right. So first question first. What pressure. do you understand by pressure mixed diamonds? I think it's more to say um, out of pressure comes some great um qualities or um some great more or less like great habits pressure make diamonds diamonds is something good and people kind of think pressure is something negative but it's really not at all times okay great so usually right um there are not it's not everybody that works well with pressure sometimes mm -hmm. pressure comes with its own negative vibes like you said, but sometimes it's also positive, like what you just um, said. So my very first question is, how can we as individuals relish pressure that is finding challenge and purpose in it to produce great results? So instead of letting pressure get to us and let us feel down, how do we as individuals turn this pressure around into producing something of great impact? You know, I always tell people that 70% um, of um, the issues we face in life, is, it starts with the mind. Mm. And once you tune your mind to seeing the positivity in things, there are times where you cannot help it. But every day, I always say, every day I make a conscious effort to see the good in things, to take the positive out of things. And once you're able to tune your mind, you can get the best out of even the worst situation. So no matter how um, intense the pressure is, it's all about the mind to me. Okay, so how do you personally deal with pressure so that it doesn't overwhelm you? How do you um, prevent pressure from overwhelming you? You know, that's what I said, like on a daily basis, it's something that is part of life. You can't get rid of it. You can't say, how can I wake up and run from pressure? But once you, you see in the moment, I just see it as a positive thing. At first, I didn't know how to deal with it. It will bother me, it will affect me mentally, and by so doing, it will affect me um, fiscally, and it will limit me from getting things done in my daily activities. Mm. But once I start tuning my mind, knowing that this is part of it, I can use it to attain something positive. I can let 
the pressure because some people wake up and they don't have anything to do mm. they don't have anything to motivate them but That's when you true. see it as a source of motivation when you see it as something that is like pushing you then you'll be able to accomplish something positive out of it at the end of the day you go to bed knowing that pressure came i conquered it and that was another day down that's great so i'm just imagining that that's how you deal with pressure in work and in relationships as well because i'm just imagining i'm just thinking this is how you basically deal with pressure at work mm-hmm. so how do you deal with pressure in relationships i always say that physical pressure is easy to handle compared to emotional pressure compared to uh, things about relationship and stuff like that and Sometimes it can be very hard. It can be very challenging for physical pressure. I always say I I can go as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And when the day is done, I crash. I wake up to a new day. But when it comes to that of relationship, I'm still trying to master it. Because when it comes to other people, you can always control what you do, what Mm -hmm. goes on in your life and stuff like that. You cannot control what other people bring into your life the energy they bring the vibe they bring mm. so you just make sure that yours overpowers every everyone else's around you and little by little one day at a time you just get it going interesting so this is just purely about um your mindset mm-hmm. right the mindset that you carry towards um dealing with pressure in work and dealing with pressure with relationships so from what you've said you are not denying the fact that you go through pressure no, regardless all. of um whether work or relationship right but does it always bring out the proverbial diamond inside other times when pressure has finally overwhelmed you you know i feel like we are human beings we are not robots and there are times where things will get to you. I always tell people there are times where you have all the right things to say. You have all the encouraging things to say. You have all the motivations to give yourself. But there is one thing knowing it and there's one another thing feeling it. What you feel or what you tell yourself is not always how it's going to go. Mm. So yes, there are times where it overwhelms me. And when it overwhelms me, I tell myself it's okay. When I need to cry, I just cry. Because sometimes you need to let it out you get what i mean you yeah. can't always be bottling it in and look like oh i'm a superhero and nothing is just gonna go through me it is gonna go through you sometimes if it is tough no. but at the end of the day you sleep over it you do something that you love doing if it is playing music whatever you love doing that is the time for you to just relax rewind and just start over beautiful so um i think before we started this conversation before we got here we talked a little bit about how we met which was through your charity organization hearts of a cheerful giver Mm -hmm. right that's the full name what are some of the pressures that you faced um in setting up the organization what was your motivation and then what were some of the pressure that you faced in bringing up that organization motivation has always been my grandma um, other people say they have because they don't give but I always say I have because I give and starting from we were not poor 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 there was always food on the table by God's grace there was always clothes on our body but we were not at that standard where I would say we were very comfortable mm. you know and I always saw my grandmom give even in our lowest time sometimes my mom would send money I'm like she said oh this person needs this let's go I'm like listen few days ago we didn't have money now we have money instead of we keeping it you want to go give some to somebody or make food for somebody but she explained it to me that you know how you feel when you don't have 
the same way you wanted someone to be a blessing to you, you should be a blessing to somebody. And that wow. is how it started. So that was a motivation. That was very yes. dope. That's very, very 100, deep. my grandma. Yeah, that's that very, very deep. I asked also, what were some of the pressures that you faced in setting this up and how did you overcome this project because definitely there was some wow. negative energy somewhere so how wow. did you overcome this yeah well once you want to do something good there's this uh proverbial saying that wherever god is uh cooking something that enemy is there setting up his own thing so the fact that you're doing something positive doesn't mean that it's going to be smooth throughout it comes with its own challenges its own pressure but at the end of the day like once i'm going through it i know it's, it's something that is expected. Even dealing with, when you're dealing with human beings, I always say no one is perfect. Everyone is gonna come with their own headaches, with their own troubles. But once you set your mind that, you know what, it is gonna come. Mm. Sometimes it's overwhelming. When it's overwhelming, I just step aside for a little bit. Wow. I go breathe, then I come, because I hate regrets, and I don't like to say something or act a certain way, and I have to come back and apologize. So I first just, when it's getting overwhelming, I just step aside. Mm. There are a lot of people who can also step in and help. So once they step in and help, once I'm okay, I come back. It, it, it actually comes with a lot of pressure. Wow. So can you give us like one particular instance where it could be like, this is what happened and this is how I overcame it? Okay. So um, there was this particular... Uh, day we had to go somewhere mm -hmm. we had to go on the i forgot the location but um usually it is people that um they bring a proposal we go through we we see the resources we have and how best we can help them if it is in line with what we do we would accept the proposal then we'll go um this particular um person who also volunteers with us he's a he's of a great help said we were going to let's say kumasi we drove got to Kumasi and it wasn't just Kumasi. We had to drive two um, hours from the location he said it was. The road was bad. People were starving. We didn't make provision for um, lunch for um, all the volunteers. It was very, very overwhelming. People kept talking and all that. But at the end of the day, I just told everybody, this is what we signed up mm. for. We want to help humanity. And it is true that this is not how it was supposed to go. But at the end of the day, it is still helping people. And when we got there, the people actually needed the help. Wow. It was just that communication wasn't right and mm. we didn't plan for it from the beginning. We've already spoken about how you deal with pressure with work, which we all know that you are in the U.S. Army. So we need to know how you deal with um, pressure in even when you want to do good, right? Sometimes you feel like, I just want to do good. I shouldn't be, dis I shouldn't be yeah, struggling yeah, with this. Like, this hard. Exactly, it shouldn't be this hard. Because basically, even if it's not my money or it's partly my money, I still went out there intentionally to look for funds mm -hmm. to make this happen. And I just want to give this to people that I need. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it should come, like I shouldn't be stressed about yeah, it. Yeah. But you're still going to stress about it regardless because... If you want to take any action, at the end of the day, there are some hurdles and some obstacles right, that yeah. may actually be in the way and you have to be able to overcome it. So it's not even easy. The last time someone was sharing with me, like if somebody actually wants to rob a bank, like we should never look down on that person. Like if uh, the person actually does it, because that's a lot of hard work. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work to actually right. strategize on the time to get there, how to get in there, when, who to 
take out of the way and everything. That's like a lot of hard work. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a generation that I know that we are all minimal effort, maximum enjoyment. We are all preaching about a soft life. But yeah. personally, I think that even in your soft life, there's pressure in soft Correct. life. Oh, like, yeah, yeah you can't really enjoy soft life without or with zero pressure. Pressure yeah. coming away. So, like what you said, it has got to do with the mindset that you approach life with. Else, you'll still be having your soft life and you'll still be depressed at the end You're of the right. day because pressure right. will still come your way anyway. But I think my next question to you is Is pressure always needed for you to level up? I just said something about even in your soft life, we still have to undergo some form of pressure. Maybe someone may not be in agreement. Like, is it always that someone leveled up because there was pressure? For- it's not always needed. But at the same time, it helps. Mm. You know, um, if you could, if you could assess um, your life and do a comparison when you had to uh, get something done and you have a deadline, how did that help you? And when you had to do something just just for doing sake and you didn't have a deadline, it was just on your own time. And how reluctant were you to get it done? So pressure is not always needed for you to level up or for you to step up the plate, but. It sometimes plays a major role in that. Mm. And it, it brings out some qualities and some abilities in you that you didn't know. There's been situations where you were like, can I actually get this done? Mm. Can I actually get this done? But there was a deadline. You, there was a need to get done. And you did it. You and it, it was amazing. And that is something you didn't know you could have gotten done because you kept questioning yourself. But you actually got it done. So, yes, it is needed. But it's not always um, a reason for people, you know, it's not always a reason. It is needed, and at the long run, it helps. It does better than bad. Okay, wrong. yeah, that's that's very true. I think it has a way of making you know the worth of what you have. Yeah. Because sometimes when you get things on a silver platter, there are people that leveled up and it was given on a silver platter, yeah. right? Sometimes when you get things on a silver platter, you don't really know the worth. Yes. But if you know how much you put in a lot of work to make whatever you're holding um, stand. You don't just throw it away. Like, I would always bring in your charity organization because that's how I got mm-hmm. to know you. And, I mean, I was I was very eager to join during mm-hmm. the Christmas. And then a friend told me about what you do, and I went to check it out. I was like, I want to be part mm-hmm. of this organization and then i was i was asking you about the pressure that you had gone through your charity organization because i know that it's not easy for you to do something as awesome as that Mm. right and i know that with the pressure that you went through to make sure that it stands and how long has it been in operation uh since 2016 2016 Mm -hmm. obviously you won't throw it away just like that because it, it had to take you a lot of hard work for you to come here right you see it's not something that's over to make a cake it's not something that you just throw away like that you'd you'd hold them more precious right so we are almost coming to the end conversation has been i know you don't even know that the time is great because it's interesting so my last request for you is what advice would you give to someone right so let me just go straight to the point what advice would you give to me or would you give to someone about how to turn their pressure situations into a drive for success always say um every time every morning when you wake up have a positive energy your energy your mindset it helps you um, tackle whatever pressure comes your way 
whether it was expected or not expected. Mm -hmm. Once you have that positive energy, yes, there are some times, there are some days where you can't help it. I always say um, pressure is either persuasive or intimidating. Mm -hmm. And mm. you can always try to make it persuade you to do something positive or um, get to the next level instead of letting it intimidate you and just bring you down and not bring out what you actually have in you. Let it persuade you to bring out something something that is hidden inside because I always say that tough situations bring out the best in you. You get what I mean? So when you try to see things in a, in a positive um, light with a mm. positive, no matter how negative it is, no matter how overwhelming it is, no matter how depressing it is, just see it with a different set of eye, a positive set of eye and just work on your mind and I believe that will just help you overcome or go through whatever it is. All right, sure. Thank you so much, Christy. I think before we wrap up everything, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we've spoken extensively on your charity organization, Hearts of a Cheerful Giver. This is how you deal with pressure personally. I'll ask you that. What has the army taught you in dealing with pressure? Everything about the army is hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait? Hurry up and wait. There's something we say a lot. What does it mean? We have to be somewhere at one. They will tell you be there at five. Imagine that is you wasting your sleep. You get there, they always improvise. They always think about what could go wrong. So if they tell you be there at five and someone gets a flat tie, because time is money, they are paying you to be there. So when you hurry up and wait, it is better than we losing money. When you don't just think about that in, in regards to time, when you, just, when you think about that in regards to everything, it will help you. Wow. Pressure. How can I turn the situation around? What could be the benefits in it? And as humans, once you're dealing with another human, you should always know that the person is a human being. Something can go wrong. And when it, it does, what can I do to not make me frustrated? What can I do to not make me overwhelmed? And in every situation, when you tackle things that way, I believe it can help. And at the end of the day, we won't be so hurt like we do. We won't be so disappointed like we do. We won't be so um, angry like we do because at the end of the day, it is expected. These things are meant to happen. They are all part of life. Wow. I think if there's anything I'll take away from this episode is the phrase hurry up and wait because I'm just, as you said it, I'm just receiving like some revelations. So I don't even have to put some understanding around it because hurry up and wait. Like get there ahead of time and wait for whatever you want to come and meet you yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't come and pass you by yeah. by the time it gets there it should already be there actually yeah. waiting for it it talks about preparedness yeah. right someone said success is when opportunity meets preparation mm. when the opportunity comes and you are not prepared that could pass you by and that could be a great successful moment that you just passed by but when you are always prepared once the opportunity comes, you're already prepared, so you got to cover it. Another success story could have been birthed at that moment. So, actually, in, in preparing for this episode, I just knew you'd be the perfect person for this <laughs> episode. Because in our minds, we always feel like someone in the Miami has a very tough mind, right? And mm -hmm. probably is an expert dealer in... <laughs> Is an expert dealer in like handling pressure. They don't allow pressure to get to them or something because they've endured way too much. But I just wanted to speak with you to know that okay, it's not like someone. Some people are above 
dealing no. with pressure mm-hmm. not at all but it's just our mindset as individuals it doesn't matter where you find yourself right it doesn't matter how you find where you find yourself you can still deal with pressure and can deal with pressure well it all depends on the mindset exactly. all right thank you so much you're welcome so, thank you for having me yeah it's it's been it's been an amazing time having a conversation with you just before we go how does someone who wants to join the volunteer team of mm-hmm. has of a cheerful giver how do they how do they join once they get to you they will be able to join. once they get to me okay so now just as you've got it to me i'm telling you please search for the page has of a cheerful giver on instagram and Yes, you can send. I think um, they can just send a DM, a DM and then yes. mm-hmm. they would be responded to. And we just are looking for the time that Bell might be able to partner, right? Partner, be of support to have a cheerful giver. And then we just do Very even soon. more. Yes, even more projects. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, what's the social media handle where anybody can find you? Christiana Duberte. Okay. Yeah. All right, sure. Definitely on all Facebook, Instagram. All right, so Christiana Dugbate on all social media handles. And yes, follow Bell Minds as well. Bell Minds on all social media handles, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I was about to say WhatsApp, not WhatsApp. Instagram, Facebook, and Inst- Instagram, what? Facebook, and Twitter. Exactly. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also follow me, Akasia Doma, on all social media platforms as Aqua Doma on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome time with you, Christy. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Catch you next time. Bye.